It's Monday. It's like totally morning. And <laughs> yes, uh, it's um, it's macabre. Oh my god! Welcome, like so much to Monday Morning Macabre. This is our new um. I don't like this voice. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Monday Morning Macabre. I know you're probably thinking, "Well, this is Tuesday. This is horse shit." Well, <laughs> here's the thing, guys. When have we ever done this? When have we ever messed up? When have we give ever <laughs> been late? You gotta gotta give us a pass once in a while. Sometimes you go on a little mini vacation to celebrate your wife's friggin'. Uh, birthday slash Mother's Day slash your anniversary and things, you know, you don't get everything out on time. Sue me, daddy-o. Sometimes you we- try playing basketball for the first time in a long time. Your knee yeah. hurts a lot. Uh, hi, basketball. First time, long time. <laughs> Scone's called into Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci. He's getting this thing fixed. He's figuring it out. Scone's going to the gonna- top. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Scones hurt his knee, so he called Fauci. Probably up. <laughs> the hardest. Do you think he's the hardest doctor to reach in the United States? I thought you were gonna say like the hardest motherfucker on the block. How? Uh, yeah. Do you think he's bricked up? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's walking around fully torqued. Do I think he's the hardest person to reach in the United States? The hardest doctor. Oh, hardest doc. I was gonna say what? Well, like, okay, hardest doctor. Yeah. Who do you think the hardest doctor is? Let's get it. Doctor J for sure. Doctor J. Actually, wait, is he still alive? He has to be, right? Uh, I mean, yep, he's 72 years old. Do you think there's fun doctors who like refer to their PhD as like PhDs? Oh, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know for sure, but if you were specific, I I don't know. I don't know if there are specifically like testicle doctors. Maybe I should know. Oh, yeah, they definitely are. So they they call themselves PhDs. Yeah, it's like in Seinfeld when the proctologist calls himself the ass man. Mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, hey, guys. Welcome to Underwear Macabre. It's old. It's row, row, row your boat gently down the scream. Wow, you saved that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a show where we talk about weird, spooky stuff in the worst style. Uh, by being silly, silly boys. <laughs> we're silly, silly boys. boys by nature, but we have uh macabre got interests. A- yes, yeah, silly boys by day, silly boys in the streets, macabre in the sheets. That's uh, the way. That's the we slogan. We should just make that the slogan of the show. I like it. Uh, I love it. I Shut want up. some more of it. Of it, guys. Ah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Scones. Yeah. How was your, how was, I haven't spoken to you in a week because of the aforementioned trip I took. Yeah, it's been poop soup, dude. They're switching out the HVAC units in my building so we just don't have air conditioning for uh, like two weeks. Yo, that's Liddy. And uh, it's been unseasonably warm in New England. Yes, it has been. It's been like a freaking uh, Friar Tuck's last resort, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah, we know you do. And uh, I know, you know, <laughs> I got like I live in like an old converted like mill building. So the windows are huge. So it's like a greenhouse in here. And I'm just I'm just cooking. Yeah. Scones just is slow growing. roasting in here, dude. So we left and our backyard was like barren and we came back and it is like a thousand years like time lapsed. <laughs> and now everything is overgrown. And I'm like, there's it's like been, giant. Uh, yeah, there's there's giant like Venus flytraps eating yeah. like like buffalo that are roaming through and it's like what the hell happened here um, comes at you fast. 
It really does. My son is 15, and I'm like, do I have to start thinking about wow. colleges? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I am Mr. Dad. I don't know. Oh, man. That's do a you, character. Do you relish the time as a, as a father, just being able to as talk about how fast time goes by? Uh, it's, it's, you know, it flies, Sconey. That's what <laughs> it was yesterday, but it was a million years ago. I still feel like I'm 20, baby. Hee-hee. <laughs> Hee-hee. Except I got a bad hip and a badder temper and a badder bitch. <laughs> and a bad attitude. <laughs> bad hips and bad bitches. Trick knees <laughs> turning tricks. <laughs> and it's officially the five-minute mark, guys. Welcome back to Monday Morning Time to Cop. get to the itty-bitty gritty. Scony got that itty-bitty gritty this week. I Dude, I'm uh, fucking VP of the itty-bitty uh <laughs> Well, no, what was it? The itty bitty gritty committee. There it is. <laughs> gritty committee. Yeah. You had to make sure that third word was right. Yeah. Or else we were going down old cancel road. <laughs> hey, I'm going <laughs> to take my pod though? to it the kid. No, be, what it, we've weird. said probably way worse. <laughs> it would just be like, why is he saying that? <laughs> um. Anyway, Scones, what are we talking about this week? Oh my gosh. Dars, what do you know about oh, no. Bohemian Grove? Bohemian Grove. It sounds like a place, like a wine and paint, a paint and sip bar, you know? Um, but beyond that, I don't know nothing, Papa. I'm going to blast your ear holes with it right after the band plays us in. Bland. Bland. <laughs> oh, that's a good insult. Bland. Uh, band, blast our ear holes. Officially blasted. Thanks, Ben. Consider me blasted. Um, <laughs> Blast me up, Scott. So, Darius, you don't know anything about the Bohemian Grove, the Secret Society the Summer Raps, Camp. Ooh. The Secret Society Summer Camp? Yup. Wait, is this an animated television show on Cartoon Network? No, even scarier. <laughs> There's something scarier? Yeah, so I'm reading off of a uh, blog. <laughs> of a the, napkin I got at a <laughs> local bar. <laughs> And it a man is told me credible. to go to this coordinates. <laughs> so off okay. messynessychic.com. Uh, oh this my This article is by Messy Nessie. Most of the <gasps> website, from what I can tell, is where to find great and inspiring restaurants in Paris. But then there's also this random article on Bohemian Grove. <laughs> Messy Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster. You can pick up her blog. book on how to not be a tourist in Paris or how to not be a tourist in New York. It's pronounced a tori in Paris. Oh, 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 chante. For two weeks every summer, a 2,700 acre secured private camp in the ancient Redwood Forest of Northern California plays host to some of the most powerful men in the world. Mostly in Paris. Every Republican U.S. president since 1923 has been a member of this club including Eisenhower, Nixon, Reagan, and the Bush family, all maintain strong involvement even to this day. With the itty-bitty-gritty committee? Exactly. What the fuck? The top secret behind the operation of the atomic bomb known as the Manhattan Project was also first planned at the Bohemian Grove in 1942. 
and it's said to have played a key role in major political and business deals since it was founded in the late 1800s. Yeah, baby, I'm into this one. (laughs) Awooga, (laughs) awooga. Darce, wait, before we go any further, it's about time we got this out of the way. The listeners want to know when you sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do it. Are you a honk shoe, honk shoe type of sleeper? Ooh. Or a... Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> or a feather. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I think I would say feather. My wife would say honk shoe. Wow. Ain't that typical, uh, hey. huh, boys? Hi, hey, guys. Hey, the old ball and chain might say, you sleep like a bag of sand was dumped down your trousers, and I got to <laughs> go, li- listen, honey, if you want the paychecks, then you got to let it happen. And you got to let that sand in. <laughs> you got to let those sandbags get in there. This place is a conspiracy theorist dream come true. But it's Children, also- if you're listening in the future... Your dad was really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Your dad was. Your dad was pretty lit. Uh, But it's also a summer camp in the middle of a remote forest. Real quick, real quick, real quick. What are you sucking down? I hear you sucking. I'm sucking down some of that H2O, baby. Ooh, H2O lock. Will we be thicker than that? And in fact, uh, I'm drinking some some Merlot because it's 2.30 on a Tuesday. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, I just say it's the dentist's time, 2.30, and I'm drinking Merlot. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also a summer camp in the middle of a remote forest where the global elite can take off their ties and behave like a bunch of lost boys who've tied up their camp counselor, free to run wild and break all the rules. Dump, dump. So there's a lot of pictures of it too. It's pretty creepy. Bohemian Grove. Let me look it up. Don't worry, uh, listeners. I got you with that descriptive imagery. At the edge. Picture of, this. I'm a bag of dicks. Put me to your lips. I am sick. <laughs> I'll punch a baby bear in his shit. Now you should probably get a good idea of Bohemian Grove. Continue, scones. At the edge of an artificial lake in the middle of the grove is a 40 foot owl. That has been the centerpiece of a secret ceremony that takes place on the first night of the club's annual encampment. Wow, that's sick. Yeah, it's a giant concrete owl. It's Yeah, this is actually crazy, (laughs) dude. This is so dope. (laughs) I mean, like, something bad's happening here, but we don't know what yet. (laughs) Performed after dark in front of the members, a small boat crosses the lake towards a group of dark hooded figures waiting at the owl statue with a high priest who receives a human effigy from the ferryman, places what? it at the foot of the shrine, and proceeds to set it on fire. That 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 high priest is Richard Nixon. Dude. It, pro- it could have been. <laughs> that's like that's a real thing. That It definitely yeah, could have been. Yeah, I don't know how like, they decide. Lights <laughs> 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 on a fire. <laughs> I don't know who like, how they decide who the high Light priest is, but... yeah. I don't know either, but Richard Nixon probably was at one point. Throughout the ritual, an ominous voice booms out of the speaker that's hidden within the hollow owl, disguised as an ancient rock. Fireworks also add to the dramatic climax of this ceremony. So it's like, first of all, I don't know how we're not doing this. Yeah, this is, this sounds fucking dope. This is like the coolest Airbnb. We need to have the like, 
bohemian scones where we have like That'd be uh, <laughs> our own monday morning macabre yo if you're a listener of monday morning macabre and you guys want to start a summer camp slash cult and want to invest in us to do that and have sick. it so that you take all the risk and we just get to party i'm totally in yeah party and light effigies on fire and shit yo f a f a g in my worship right? <laughs> and worship giant owl statues uh-huh except our high priest is phil and it's a giant car That'd be sick. Phil's been taking a and couple we weeks off. Yeah, you light it on fire with a hot car. Sure do, Phil. Glad to have you back. Thank you so much. I, uh, I was very sick. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Phil. You okay now? <laughs> you don't sound better. There's a bunch of spiders fall out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, that's normal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, that's just standard Phil stuff, so yeah. The ritual serves to symbolically cremate the worldly and dull cares of conscience to ensure the success of the club's midsummer meeting. So this what is druid fu- shit. Yeah, we on that we on that young all day, every day, no nighttime at all. It's like the like true detective shit going on. This part I'm on that true true. This part is not an exaggeration of what happens every year at the grove. It is all fact. But when the world leaders are pretending to offer a human in fiery sacrifice to a 40-foot shrine in the middle of the woods, you can see why Bohemian Grove might have invited the curiosity of a few conspiracy theorists. I love it. So here's, here's <laughs> speaking of conspiracy theorists, yeah. get ready for this. Yeah. In July of 2000, Alex Jones and oh, his cameraman... Baby found their way uh, into the campground and filmed the ceremony, which he characterized as pseudo-pagan worship in an occult ritualistic shedding of conscience and an abuse of power. I love this. You can, So we don't condone anything Alex Jones does, but you can watch the videos and the documentary <laughs> he made about it. The fact that this is, uh, you know, a thing that happened is pretty fuck. It's, it, this is all real. I wish I'm made, yeah, I, I could not write this. Can't stop, won't stop. Jones would inspire some of the more extreme conspiracy theories about the society, including suggestions that the ritual's fiery sacrifice was not always an effigy, but in fact a real human being. That sounds like some Alex Jones bullshit, but I like the thought. (laughs) Well, yeah. It's definitely more thematic, like a movie or a TV show if it's They're trying to make it sound, yeah, right. Also, if you told me this was started by a bunch of people in the 1800s who are rich white guys and they were sacrificing uh, probably not white people, I'd be like, I kind of believe that. Yeah, that one I do believe. There are some troubling photographs reportedly taken in the early days of the Secret Society's formation. One which appears to show a child tied up on a table... And another one Mm-mm. of a convincing, very convincing, human mannequin awaiting a public lynching. Wow. So, uh, no, and as you can imagine, they probably wrote it off as like, yeah, it's a mannequin and we'll never know if it was or not. Yeah, definitely a mannequin, baby. Mannequin scream. Don't worry about it. It's just the wood. Conspiracy theorists are also quick to point out that the owl, the Bohemian Grove's mascot since the founding of the club, is hidden in the upper right-hand corner of every $1 bill. Ooh, that's cool. Probably not true, but cool. It's <laughs> tiny, but it's there, just to the left of the one. The owl We swear, symbol- dash Bohemian Grove people. <laughs> the owl symbolizes knowledge and wisdom, 
but one website uh, takes it a little further. Owls can see in the dark. They can see what hmm. we cannot see. Likewise, members Ghosts. of the Illuminati. Oh, yep. <laughs> Ghosts, mostly. Oh, yeah. Owls Likewise, see ghosts. Like, dude, this, hold on. There's like some nutty pictures, like making nutty moves. Look at I make nutty moves. Look at the picture I what just sent got? you. This is great podcasting. Oh, that's that's uh, that is a picture, my guys. Give them a description. Wanna... Give them a little taste. All right, you got like everyone's grandfather lying in a field surrounded by candles while a priest hovers above him and like imagery of demons look looking like demons or is like around and a bunch of white people like from the 20s looking like yep he's about to get his the devil like so, sucked his soul out of his butt that's like it's basically me and darcy in the in the uh, darcy yeah. in the hood i'm laying down and then our patreon members just gathered around <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it. Owls can see in the dark. They can see what we cannot see. Likewise, members of the Illuminati are privileged to information that is hidden from the general public. The demon goddess Lilith is represented throughout history as an owl. A study of Lilith will reveal the dark secrets behind the owl of Bohemian Grove. Ooh. Their mascot be a big demon, though. Other outsiders who have taken interest in the secret society over the years haven't been as spooked out about it, that's what they said, as they have been grossed out. In 1989, a writer for Spy Magazine, Philip Weiss, gained access to the camp posing as a guest. In his article, Inside Bohemian Grove, he wrote, You know you are inside the Bohemian Grove when you come down a trail in the woods and hear piano music from amid a group of tents and then round a bend to see a man with a beard in one hand and his penis in the other urinating into the bushes. That's the dream right there, dude. In the water, brother. In the Watergate tapes, President Nixon, who was himself a member of Bohemian Grove, called it, uh, oh, I'm not going to say that, the most blank, picture a slur, the most blank yep. goddamn thing you could ever imagine. I don't know what slur to picture, but... Uh, homophobic. Ooh. Okay. Very, very <clears throat> not cool. <laughs> Definitely not. But hold on. How did a bunch of rich, largely Republican politicians and corporation heads even end up identifying themselves as bohemian in the first place? It turns out the society was actually founded by a stage actor from California in 1872, and when he announced to fellow members that he was moving to New York to further his career, the club decided to throw their friend a going-away party. In the middle of the Redwoods, a hundred bohemians gathered with free-flowing booze, decorated with Japanese lanterns, and drunkenly performed for each other under the stars. That sounds fun. That sounds fun. I don't know. Where does Lilith come in? That's what I want to know. Yeah, that's what I get worried, but right now it sounds fun. The camping tradition became an annual uh, tradition, they write, <laughs> for the club, and they purchased the current campground's location in 1899. Lacking real facilities and the financial means to acquire more land to accommodate the growing membership, it wasn't long before a wealthy businessman from San Francisco became the club's patron. He invited his friends, and they invited their friends, and soon enough, the members' roster read like a Forbes Rich list. While prominent artists and musicians were still part of the club, their primary role was to entertain the more high-powered members and guests. 
Each year, a play is performed during the final weekend of the summer encampment, an extravagant musical theatrical production written and composed by the club's artistic members. A show can cost hundreds of thousands of dollars and include appearances by world-famous artists for one night only and can never be performed again. You probably figured by now, however, that the Bohemian Grove has a men-only membership. Female guests are allowed, but officially they must leave the premises by 10 p.m. Since this is an all-male kind of party, there's a lot of cross-dressing going on in the performances. So let's take a look at That's some of the... That's something that is surprising to me, honestly. Yeah. TBH. So let's take a look at some of the more familiar names on the member list. Presidents include Nixon, Eisenhower, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, both Bushes, Herbert Hoover, Ford, and Reagan. Herbie fully loaded. Yep. Lindsay Lohan. She has to leave by 10. <laughs> Herbie's fully loaded. He's coked the fuck out. Then you've got Colin uh, Powell, Dick Cheney, and a healthy selection of White House chiefs of staffs, senators, secretaries of state, secretaries of defense, army generals, and so on. Jesus. <clears throat> Henry Kissinger was a member. The Rockefeller family is always present. Even John E. DuPont, the crazed American heir who famously murdered Olympic gold medal winning wrestler Dave Schultz, went to the elite summer camp. So when did we get in? When when is our invite? Like where? What's going That's on? That's what I'm saying. We are on get lost par. in the mail. I can kill a wrestler. <laughs> Anyone here's telling me Henry Kissinger's cooler than me? You're out of your mind. You're out of your goddamn gourd. On the more creative side of guests, Clint Eastwood, Mark Twain, Bing Crosby, Merv Griffin, and Charlton Heston all became members of the Bohemian Club. Initiation fees start at twenty five thousand dollars, followed by a hefty yearly due. Sheesh. Twenty five thousand. Sheesh. Sheesh. Someone said, wondering if Trump is a member? On Reddit.com thread for Trump supporters, I found members discussing, should Trump go to Bohemian Grove this year to help him secure the nomination? <laughs> what the hell? The response was 100% no. If we believe and continue to hope that Trump is somehow unattained by the... Uh, okay, I don't really care. But either way, Donald Trump <laughs> is not part of the Grove, I guess. Also on Reddit, there's an especially juicy forum set up by a former employee at the Bohemian Grove hired Ooh. to serve the outdoor dining circle. He even shared the link to the hard-to-find website where the Grove posts its job openings. Wait, there's a link. Should I, pre- Dude, should I click it? that'd be kind of sick. Uh, you're about to die. Hold on, I'm clicking it. Giant nope, it's gone fall now. <laughs> you just hear a <laughs> massive whoo. <laughs> uh, currently... There are vacancies for valets, bartenders, security officers, and summer seasonal dishwashers. Needless to say, it's a pretty interesting place to work. Here are some of the things he had to share. Uh-oh. Most of the craziness stemmed from the fact that a lot of members were very drunk all day long. The dining circle yep. where I worked was literally a huge redwood grove, and a lot of members, instead of walking to the bathroom, would just piss in the trees. In the dining <laughs> circle, there is a pea tree but it's just a giant hollowed-out redwood with a toilet inside of it. So, Petrie... Petrie! Sounds kind of lit, though. Well, here's where we get not so lit. Uh-oh. I think that there were prostitutes. I never saw any, but the consensus seemed that they were definitely around. There was a whorehouse across the river from the grove. I'm pretty sure they were brought in. There was also an older server woman who seemed to be pretty friendly with some of the members. I saw someone order a lobster for breakfast. I heard Carl Rove, former White House Deputy Chief of Staff, cussing up a storm. One time, Rove and Ashcroft, the Attorney General to Bush, 
were talking to one another and they hushed up very quietly when I came to serve them. It seemed sneaky. I felt angry. I'm fairly liberal and I hated having to serve them. It's weird. The Grove is situated in a very liberal area. Almost all of us employees considered a lot of the members enemies of sorts. Once pretty drunk, this guy stood up, got the attention of the whole Grove and made this toast about how they were the elite, the luckiest and basically the most privileged people in the world. What the, what a bunch of losers. Nothing cooler than like telling everybody that is like friends with you that you guys are the best. Scones, our podcast is sick though, right? It sure is, baby. And we need to go <laughs> get drunk in the woods. Yo, yo, yo. As for the New World Order scheming, if it goes on, it goes on because they're always scheming, not because they're at the Grove. And that's the end True. of the article. I love this topic, Scones. I had never heard of this. It's crazy just how many important, like, influential people in America are, act, like, we're part of this. Yeah. How many hoes in different area codes, like, were there? Yeah. Like, like, you know. And how does it, like, secret societies, it just everywhere. Every day I find a new secret society. Dude, I need to, like, get a big statue. I feel like people start to respect we you need- when you light fires near big statues. We need effigies, statues, and some robes, dude. And then this podcast would be the number one podcast in America. I guarantee it. Oh, what kind of so what kind of statue are we gonna what, worship, though? A statue of like Mothman, like Ooh. hugging a uh, like okay, okay, okay. It's four <laughs> Hopkinsville goblins yes. dressed up like Mothman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a Halloween night and they have like a candy bucket. <laughs> that sounds sick. Yep. I'm Thank you. Consider me. In. Thank you. If anyone out there is like an ice, not ice sculpture, a, a wood carver and could carve that for us, I will pay you handsomely. Also burning effigies is like probably the most harmless, but also creepiest thing you can do. True. Like, Agreed. it's like, oh, I'm not hurting anyone, but I did shape all these sticks into a person and light it on fire. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, mm, like, I guess that's okay, but I don't want you to sit at my lunch table. Yeah, but I don't like this. That's okay, but I do not like this. Dude, I wonder if Elon Musk goes to these. Probably. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't. Um, Seeing as how you can pee in trees and stuff. That is pretty sick. Bro, honestly, redwood and pee? Count me in, brother. I'm going to search Elon Musk Bohemian Grove. I love, I I find these things to be so crazy and interesting. Like, same with uh, Jared Leto's, like, crazy island of crazy people. All that kind of stuff. It's always so interesting how people can, can coerce others into doing wacky stuff. Um, so I think that's super cool. Um, everyone give scones a standing ovation for this week's episode. Clap, clap for me. spiders. <laughs> um, so guys, if you want to join our version of the Bohemian Grove, write in, DM us, let us know, and we'll get that popping for you. Join the Patreon if you want to actually be part of the Bohemian Grove of Monday Morning Macabre. You can find that on mondaymorningmacabre.com. 
Check us out on Twitter, MMMacabrePod, or Monday Morning Macabre on Instagram. And uh, let us know what you think about the Bohemian Grove, and if you want to join our version of it called, like, the Scones-Hemian Grove, or the Bohemian Scones, whatever I said. I'm looking and, at uh, uh, I'm looking at forced land for sale right now. <laughs> There's a lot of it, baby. Sheesh. Sheesh. So beyond that, I hope you guys have a great Tuesday. And I know it's Tuesday, and yeah, 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 baby. Yeah, 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 yeah,